Welcome, welcome, welcome to another Pro Football Doc Sports Injury Central podcast. This is our first one post-regular season and before the playoffs. So obviously a big part of this will be a playoff preview and we'll cover a lot of topics as well, I'm sure. Uh, Jacobs is, is with us, Taylor, Justin's lurking in the background somewhere, and I'm sure there'll be some Carlos Correa chat and Hamlin chat and other things, but we're going to focus a lot on the playoffs, I think. Although the way that we do the podcast is to keep it fresh. We actually don't really talk about all the topics or rehearse on anything, uh, et cetera. But I'm just glad to be dry today, guys. Welcome to the show. As I say, we're in your office, but you're in your other office, so... Yeah, it's Tuesday. Constantly on the move. You you can see outside it's raining, but let me tell you something. Can I put an end to this? SoFi is not an indoor stadium. Every time I've gone there, it's rained. And (laughs) I'm from L.A. People in Southern California do not prepare for the rain. The parking lots, $200 to park. Mm. So you think I was close. $200, Two hundred dollars. My God. <laughs> Head to maybe I got gouged. The guy didn't give me a receipt, right? No, this was like oh, yeah. Hollywood Park Casino. No, okay? I bet. Yeah, you know, yeah. right next to the stadium and in, in a high, you know, in a parking structure. So I thought yeah. it was legit. It wasn't mm-hmm. some guy, but two hundred dollars and there was no receipt. I'd, I'd probably walk only. five miles but, to not pay two hundred. I want to be kind of <laughs> right. close and whatever. And uh, let me tell you. Five and six inches of rain in the parking lot in mud. The SoFi parking lots. I mean, mm-hmm. like, like I got in the car and could wring out my jeans. <laughs> Just, oh. <laughs> and, and by the way, you saw on the on the broadcast, right? Parts of the camera had water spots on it. Yeah. And parts of t- the way the wind blow. It's an outdoor stadium. <laughs> it's all, yeah, good. It gets official. all good. It's official. All good. Official. Yeah. yeah. Not fully indoors. The, the the video board circular is awesome. Yeah, that's what they're, um, that's a selling point for them, for sure. You can't walk around the stadium, though. Like, most stadiums, you can, like, do a lap. Do a whole, yeah, like a oh, coliseum like, kind of thing. Yeah, It stops, it ends, upstairs, downstairs, everything is segmented. Beautiful stadium. They don't know how to handle rain, and it's not indoors. But my son had a ton of fun, and I'm glad we went. Uh, he likes those red teams. Yes, yeah. I saw your tweet. Yes, Georgia Chiefs. Yes, the Padres are not red, but that's the hometown team. He likes. Yeah, he's going on. Look, if there was a pink team, I think he'd like them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he prefers the Padres in their city connect. Anyways, yes. uh, we'll, we'll jump right in. That that might be the last uh, football game in SoFi for a while, unless the uh, the Chargers can right. face a lower seed. But uh, Chargers against the Jags, um, not. Huge injury angles in that game, but Mike Williams is the big question going to that one. Everyone saw his his back seize up on him, and it looked worse than it was, and he's struggling to get off the cart and walk into the locker room. From the start, you said contusion, Doc. Is that is that still the case? It seems like Brandon Staley said it in presser yesterday. It seems like there's not much else besides uh, just keeping it warm. Well, look, Coach Staley was very quick to say it, and he wants to be quick to say it. Why? It's natural. He don't want to get criticized for playing everybody. Why'd you right. play Mike, Mike Williams? I mean, you did it again. Got, yeah, <laughs> he had to play somebody. He he got hurt in the second quarter. Didn't look bad. 
to us in the in the war room there right that's how he said we almost didn't write on it at first but then yeah. you know when when he was carted off and all the questions came you end up writing he got on past it. issues with the remember with the back stuff when he was in college this has nothing to do with the past issues yeah. right this was spasm from the contusion his his right. back seized up you guys ever had a bad back i mean when you're seized up like like you wanted to be in bed i mean his back yeah, seized all day up. yeah it'll get better and um that's the cart ride. Nothing structural. Don't freak out if he doesn't practice on. Do they play Saturday or Sunday? Saturday. Saturday. So, so today, them, them Seahawks and Niners are Saturday. Right. So today, first injury report. I don't know what it's going to say. Our, it's, our too close to, it's too close to Sunday, right? It has to be a DMP, right? He, he Man, can struggle off the cart like that two days later. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, look, you're right. It takes little to do. Yeah. Look, if they're trying to quell the storm that their head coach shouldn't have played everybody, they'll make him an LP. Yeah. Whether no matter, he, no matter how little he does, smart right? money's on LP rather than DMP. There's so yeah. much room for DMP LP. Yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> DMP wouldn't scare me. You're right; it's close, mm -hmm. but they might just give him an LP just so him just stop. Uh, quell the fears. Yeah, no, I get yeah, it. I, I don't know, and. I've been asked about on other shows, Brandon Staley, and, you know, was he wrong to do that? There's only 53 guys on the roster. You can't rest everybody. You, only so many are inactive. Could you be critical and say, well, maybe you should have played Chase Daniels sooner? Okay. You know, gotten deeper. But what you don't know is who on the team is banged up, but maybe not on the injury report. Who's a right. rest guy that maybe they rested quietly and they ran out of slots? Don't know. I get why the criticism comes. Well, the Herbert one was hurt. much was much more egregious than this one, right? The score was a lot later in the game. Jags were up more. I think Williams was the second no, quarter, I believe, right? So. We can get into the first time they play the Jaguars. This is lingering from the first time they played the Jaguars. Right. Justin Herbert was his yeah. first game from his ribs, and he could barely move, mm -hmm. clearly hurting. And he played the entire game, and the finishing score was 38-10. Right. Uh, I think this is where this stems from. Mm -hmm. You know, and, uh, 45 pass attempts on that game for Justin Herbert yeah. with injured ribs. Yeah. So those are long I gone. Asked, but I got asked on another show. Well, if you're the team doctor, can't you go coach Staley? Why do we have all these people in? I said, you want to get kicked off the sideline? <laughs> they think you're much more powerful than you. Much more powerful. Yeah. <laughs> and it, during a game when we had an injury, I told the head athletic trainer, he told the designated injury person, the injury right. communicated, communicated, told the position group, the coordinator, the head coach, et cetera. There's a, there's a communication tree. It doesn't go from head team position to head coach. Uh, excuse me. Uh, why are you playing all these guys? Maybe we should rest them. I mean, right. in addition, last time Bosa got hurt and Bosa got a little bit hurt this time. Now, Bosa, you can't argue about not playing him. He's not played most of the season. He needs, he needs his, his legs back. Like, he yeah. needs the reps, yep. Yeah. So uh, you can't blame poor Brandon Staley on that one, I don't think. And let me tell you something. I think there's a chance Slater comes back. I think Bosa's fine. I think uh, Mike Williams is fine. There's a chance Slater comes back. It's his left distal biceps. Unless you're holding, you don't really need your biceps. But then again, everyone holds a little bit on everything. 
Right. It's been since week four, right? So 2001, I got him outside. And then you let go and you don't get called, right? If you go to 1003, you're going to get called. Um, So the Chargers, I don't think, look too bad for this game. Mm Mm-hmm. And, the other uh, Saturday game is uh, the Niners and Seahawks. Uh, not a lot for the Niners. Elijah Mitchell coming back, Debo back um, in that week 18. Elijah Mitchell looked good. He had over 60 yards, something like that. So they were using him kind of sparingly, just getting him back uh, into action. But we hit on something that week that uh, Brock Purdy had never thrown to Debo. So that's why. 55 and two touchdowns and five carries. Yeah, for Elijah Mitchell. So yeah. it seems like Niners getting healthy at the right team. They win 10 games coming in. And Seahawks down Jordan Brooks, the leading tackler, and Jamal Adams. So. Could be just can the Seahawks stop the Niners offense? No question. That's an interesting matchup. I mean, going back to the Chargers Jaguars, it's hard to beat a team twice in the same year. Although it was very early season, so the teams are different now. They've more uh, one thing I'll say on that though, the Jaguars are probably one of the healthiest, if the healthiest team going into the playoffs. Right. Minus Cam Robinson left yes, tackle, but yeah. not a lot of drop off to the back up back yeah. up there. So but Def- yeah, that, defense, that defense is pretty defense green. Is, uh, well. Hang on to that one. I, I I wouldn't write off that as not being that big of a deal yet. Because Bosa's going against that side? Well, pick your poison. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, Cleo Mack, Mack, Cleo Mack, yeah. And on the other, you have... Cleo Mack, yeah. Cleo Mack. Who hasn't done anything for the like, second half of the season, but that's another conversation. <laughs> um, yeah. Totally unbiased yeah. Raider opinion going on. <laughs> you have like eight sacks at the beginning of the year, like two second half. So, so wait, 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 wait. Let's be fair here for a second, Mr. Raider lover. Yeah. <laughs> Is it harder? Uh, I'll give you an example. We had some good rush edge rushers in the Chargers' heyday. Lights out, Sean Merriman on one side, and SP on the other, Mm -hmm. Sean Phillips. If lights wasn't in, wasn't as easy for Sean Phillips. So uh, missing Bosa is big. The games and numbers and matches, but Bosa was out. Yep. You put the tight end on Max side, this, that. Yeah, I mean... So I don't think you could say, ah, he's, he's, he's washed. He's not doing anything. It's the two, you know, I mean, uh, just like we say, when you have, and we'll get to the dolphins, both tackles out. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I, I wouldn't be so sure to say that Jaguars left tackle, not a big deal. Just because if you really protect towards the left tackle side, what does it do to the other side? You can't protect towards both. So to your Just point, Doc, he had Khalil Mack had three sacks week one against the Raiders, so that inflates the total, but Bosa was also there. So just just to stick the knife in Taylor a little bit. Um <laughs> get, get into some big names. Uh Lamar Jackson, Doc. What what are we expecting from him? Is he gonna be active? Is it gonna be Tyler Huntley? Well, John Harbaugh let, won't let, give us anything. Uh, so I mean, let's give Justin a chance to put up the field views and go one at a time a little bit right. here, right? So we talked about Jacksonville and the Chargers, 49ers and the Seahawks. Well, one uh, second, Slater news just came out. They designated him from injury reserve, so he's not going to play in Jacksonville, but he has a chance to return. He's designated, so he started his practice window. Mm-hmm. Right. And what Taylor is saying is the pattern is when you open up your practice window, you typically don't play in the first week. Mm-hmm. However, if it's a playoff game and you're Rashawn Slater 
And depending how you look and how the backup looks, it's not impossible. Things mm-hmm. change when it comes to one and dones. For sure. Not, not impossible. Now, I'm not saying he's the starter and he's back to his full PFF grade and doing everything. I'm just saying Slater has a chance. Right. Okay. Moving on to the 49ers versus Seahawks. What they do against each other during the season, they're very familiar with each other. Obviously. I believe the Niners won both matchups, but I'll double check. It's hard to win three games against a team in a season. Yeah, mm-hmm. Niners won both. Mm-hmm. If someone's going to do it, it might be the Niners over the Seahawks. But it See, is Seahawks hard. scored. Seahawks scored twenty points total in those two matchups. So, yep. Yeah, and uh, no question. Uh, and we reported. Well, not reported it. We said it first. Jordan Brooks with the ACL, and obviously, right. so the two top defenders out. Yeah, uh, that's not good. Not good news for the Seahawks. But the bigger side is, look, Debo had to play to get used to Brock Purdy. The, the bigger side is amazing that I don't know if there's any other team that could be down to QB3 and still be favored, much less in contention, right? I mean... 10 points, 10 and a half, I think it is. I mean... For Brock Purdy, a quarterback? Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's got to be something special there. I mean, is Brock Purdy that good or is Kyle Shanahan that special or is that team that good? He's got a right? better quarterback quarterback rating than Garoppolo. Not that a quarterback rating says everything, but he stepped in and, and pretty much done exactly what Garoppolo no, did. But, so. but I think the hidden thing is the, the 49ers had a lot of injury issues early on, including even offense. Right. The right. line and Trent Williams. But that defensive line is what makes the 49ers go. And they're back now. Right, I mean, Kinlaw and uh, Eric Armstead, Armstead, the big right? piece of that, yeah, yeah, and 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 I think that is a big difference maker, right? Big difference maker. They even had some DB issues uh, for a while, but in general, they're healthy at the right time, right? And uh, as opposed to uh, the Seahawks, so yeah, the injuries have to favor the 49ers. I mean, everything favors the 49ers, right? I mean, right. Um, and uh, but uh, Kenneth Walker's back. Tyler Lockett will be fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, we'll see. It seems like Geno Smith has plateaued a little bit, come back to earth a little bit. I think he's got four turnovers the last two games, but not that it's a small sample size. But that that's not the stretch you want to come coming in facing the Niners. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, to watch. Look at, yeah, look at the field views. The 49ers have gotten a lot healthier if you look at it over time, and they're. You, other than the quarterback spot, which has been a non-issue, they're peaking at the right time. All right, let's jump to the to the AFC uh, big matchup: Ravens, Bengals. Uh, Ravens kind of mailed in week eighteen. Uh, sat Tyler Huntley, sat Dobbins, sat Mark Andrews. Are we going to see Lamar active in in this wild card matchup? And how active and mobile can he be? Is it too early to say? I'll say something fantastic just to get it out there, and then we'll talk about it. If Lamar does not practice tomorrow, first injury report, at least an LP. If that goes on, if he goes DMP and that goes on to not playing in this wildcard matchup, cue the Lamar is not playing because of no long-term contract talk. I've heard it a lot from some Baltimore people and some reporters, I won't say who. It's coming out more and more. I've defended Lamar. I said, look, 
from the get-go, we've been ahead of this. We said this is a PCL spring. He's not coming back in that game. It's a multi-week absence. He's a mobile quarterback. We had no suspicion that he would play in week 18, even if it if they won, there could have been a coin toss for the home game. And that was proven out by what? They sat Mark Andrews and Tyler Huntley and, you know, J.K. Dobbins. Of course they were going to have Lamar out. No question, John Harbaugh, his style of, we'll see, we'll see, I don't know, I'm optimistic, and then I'm ruled out. He's ruled out. And he's done that two straight years to Lamar. Right. Not in a mean way, but that's just his style. The ankle bone bruise last year where every week he said, he's out. And he said, well, he might be back. Said, no, he's out. And then finally, end of the week, John Harbaugh says he's out, right? That was right. the final four games last year. It's been the same here. For a while now, we've been saying playoffs, wild card for Lamar. I don't know Lamar. I have no reason to defend him or hate on him. But I know for a mobile quarterback, that's hard to be explosive and play with that PCL. And so they wanted to probably give it some time. If he doesn't try to play, I would have no problems if he tried to play and was a little hobbled and wasn't himself. But if he just says, as I saw one fellow athlete said, if I were Lamar, I would just hold out. If I'm the GM or I'm a fan and the athlete says that to me as we head into a playoff game and holds me hostage, I wouldn't pay him. I'm giving you less money. Yeah, absolutely. He's That's exactly what I would do too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why would you do that now? Yep. I don't I think agree. he's doing that. I really don't. Right. Maybe he doesn't I'm seem wrong. like that kind of. Maybe yeah. if he goes DMP this whole week, he doesn't play. Okay, I'll stand corrected unless I see something really medically that that changes my mind. But right now, I fully believe he plays. How effective is the question from the pocket? No worries. Moving around, can he be explosive and cut? We saw Zeke Elliott last year not have a period of time of great numbers because of a PCL. That's the question. How effective? And right now we have a tentative six score of 74, I know, which means he's playing. Right. We're not sure how effectively in terms of mobility. We may raise that if we see some practice video and some other things. But I firmly believe Lamar Jackson is playing for the Ravens. And if he does not cue the he doesn't want to play, it's a virtual holdout for the contract. Cue that. Uh, I believe, mm. but I wouldn't go there yet. Let's see what happens with the practice report tomorrow and what happens with the game. I just know I'm going to be glued to every uh, Harbaugh press conference because it's the playoffs. The coach speak too. He's in he's in playoff form for his coach speak. So we'll see. Last we'll week see he, he said. Last week it. he said I don't know. So there's going to be something <laughs> better go than that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you you want me to translate? I don't know in a bubble. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I know. I don't want to tell you. And I ran out of all my other coach speak euphemisms. Right. You've heard them all before. <laughs> He's tired so, of saying competitive advantage. And oh, so well, we hope Lamar's out there. And yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's okay. That's just, I mean, there's no follow up questions. Like I don't know. I don't hate on John. <laughs> no. I don't even know the man. I'm just saying, everyone says he's a great head coach. Do you think the great head coach doesn't know what's happening within his organization? Right. I mean, come on. I mean, yeah. he knows. He, he just, just has the craziest it. coach speak, and we he's like committed, to for He's it. committed yeah. to the bit. That's yeah. what it is, and yeah. we love it. So That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. It. That's how he does it. Uh, if anything, it gives us a reason to exist. We're right, the only right. place with injury analysis, not injury reporting. You don't right. want to hear from us what John Harbaugh is saying. You want to hear us what we think about the injury and 
and what John Harbaugh is saying, right? We can I mean, easily write an article and say, I don't know, too. Right. right. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, and, and look, other media sites, I'm not criticizing them. That's what they have to do because they don't really have right. someone to rely on. This is what we do. That's so, their info. John, yeah. if you're listening, which I'm sure you're not, keep it up. We like it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it uh, on the other side of the ball, Big loss for the Bengals, Alex Kappa. Um, Zach Taylor said it's going to be tough for him this week. I have, get the feeling based on the injury and, and your analysis of it, Doc, it's going to be tough for a lot of weeks for Alex Kappa. Specifically, yeah. I think it's going to be tough for Kappa next week and the week beyond, too. I mean, right, right. you don't go from a scooter to playing. I mean, you maybe go from a scooter to walking and walking to moving some and to moving some to maybe – he's a ways away. I found it interesting. One of the reporters said she wasn't allowed to, he's on a scooter, but she's not allowed to tweet a picture of the scooter. I was going to ask, how do you know about the scooter? Yeah. The team, well, she saw it, right? With (laughs) her eyes. But somehow the Bengals media policy or whatever it was. uh, Right. We were worried, more worried about his knee. The way he got rolled up on is no question a knee ankle combo, MCL high ankle. Mm-hmm. The team listed ankle. We still think there's a neat component. Either way, the guy's on a scooter. And right. you were good, Jacob. I think you and Taylor pulled up pictures of uh, the Bengals Twitter with a picture right. of Joe Burrow and his cigar. And in the background, there's Alex Kappa in a scooter. <laughs> Stealing the show with, on the scooter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and, and, and it was his left side on the scooter, right? I mean, right. whatever. It was the side he got rolled up on. And then mm-hmm. there was a picture on Joe Burrow's Instagram later of all the offensive linemen and, and Joey B and yep. Kappa there in a scooter. So I, well. I think it's yep. kind of funny that the entire <laughs> team didn't get the mem- memo of uh, no scooters in uh, the deal. doesn't change anything. Whether we saw a picture of the scooter or not, we knew Kappa's not going. The problem is Lael Collins is relatively new right? in terms of missing out is ACL, MCL. And mm-hmm. now Kappa. So now you have right guard, right tackle. Tire right the right side, tackle yeah. is the original starter from last year. Kudos, he got to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. He was a little bit of a turnstile last year. Maybe things have changed. I don't know. I mean, that's the reason why they replaced him, right? For in free agency. Yeah. That's a potential problem for the Bengals. And uh, mm-hmm. let me tell you something Kalei Campbell has a good chance to play. Yep. Marcus mm-hmm. Peter was maybe not. The calf is bothering him. Yep. J.K. Dobbins yep. is playing. Right. Uh, he's on a tear lately. Um, mm-hmm. Andrews is playing. If Lamar can't or won't, Tyler Huntley will play. Baltimore is getting a little better um, in terms of health. I think the Bengals, quote, Achilles heel is that right side of the offensive line. Right. Like last, last playoffs, we were talking about Burrow was sacked 55 times the regular season. This year, it's 38. So got a little better but now you're back to back to right guard two and right guard right tackle two so that it'll be interesting to see how they attack that especially with sam hubbard healthy off his calf and trey hendrickson playing through that wrist and not really a big deal anymore so well the one thing i'll say about the ravens too remember the big uh weakness this year was uh the weak side linebackers right the outside linebackers that's been good now right they put roquan in the middle they signed um jason pierre paul james they, houston's been a revelation uh, no justin houston he's Sorry, been, justin yeah, houston, yeah, he's yes. been a re- and then um uh, the Michigan uh, kid that oh, tore, Jabo. yeah Jabo yeah. he tore his uh, Achilles. He had a strip sack and his a uh, couple games back. He's man. He looks really good. So something that's been really injured is very healthy for the Ravens going to the playoffs. 
and the, and I think they were just loading up for this game, right. saying this is the game we need. We're not yep. going to worry about it. And I think there's something to it. That, look, if they beat the Bengals twice in the regular season, the chance of beating them a third time, it's just so hard, right? right. They were just like, eh, it's it's a coin flip. We don't care where we play. Let's give everyone the extra week and give them all the Joe we Mixon. Got. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the the Joy Mixon coin toss. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Haven't seen the fine yeah. for that one yet, but I'm sure it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. They usually do it like Saturdays, right? Yeah, I think they it do. finds out right before the games usually, or maybe Friday. What, what, what's, game, yeah. what's the line on that game now? Uh, I saw is it six and a half, the, the Bengals game. I think it's six and a half Bengals. Yeah. Bengals at home, six and a half. Yes. Yeah, so I'm seeing on FanDuel right now. Uh, rounding out the AFC, Dolphins uh, sneak into the playoffs with that last-second field goal against the Jets, um, facing the Bills at home. Obviously, a lot emotionally going on for the Bills um, in that Week 18, running the kickoff back, which is insane. But um, Demar Hamlin watching from from the hotel or the hospital bed—that's a great sign and great sign that he's he's was discharged from the ICU and now in another hospital. We'll we'll cover Demar a little bit later, but let's uh, let's talk about the Dolphins issues. Raheem, Raheem Mostert had the broken thumb um, surgery and likely to play this week, Doc? Well, let's not bury the lead. The lead is Tua. And, right. Uh, <laughs> I don't he buried, know why he buried it. I, yeah. I, I'm skipping over Tua in my head because there's no way they trot him out for a wild card game with no left tackle and no right tackle. Why, why would you, you do know, that? Because Jacob's heard me say a dozen times he's not playing. He's so ruled he's him like, out. Yeah, I'm, too, like, I'm too close. Yeah, but not everyone listens to every little thing that we say. <laughs> Tua, right. it's at least his second, if not third, concussion. We said when he showed up after week 16, and, and everyone said, what about week 17? We said, not only is he not playing week 17, he's not playing week 18, and it's right. far from a given in a playoff game. We're at far from a given. Is it impossible that Tua comes back to play? I won't put it impossible. I'll put it in the doubtful category. I mean, it's unusual to be cleared this quickly after the second potentially third concussion, all the attention on him. The Dolphins probably have to think long-term anyways. Let's not get him another one. And right. uh, they've got left tackle issues. To me, I think they knew it, knew it, knew it already. And that's why when we watched the game from the command center, the Dolphins didn't seem to have a lot of sense of urgency against the Jets. Right. I agree. I mean, they were happy to get in, but I think they know they're not going anywhere this year. And part of that is they know they, they're they not going to get to it, I think. Mm -hmm. And Mike McDaniel's being fair and saying, you know, hey, I don't know yet. I'm waiting for word. But right. you can't speed that process up. He's out, in my belief. Raheem Mostert, thumb broken. Maybe the plate and or screws provide some stability. It's not impossible for him to play with a cast and splint. Of course, that means the, his uh, receiving yards and catches but he doesn't do right. that much in that department anyways and jeff wilson's there too to help out that that rb spot as well and, and pass pro is potentially an issue he can okay. run the ball Interesting. now he'll have to carry it in the one hand we've seen that before demarco murray with the cowboys coming yep. back yep. one week after the metacarpal fracture different mm -hmm. injury different uh, fracture, right? it's possible that most are plays but it would be more limited role um, I'll go back to the quarterbacks for a second, though. Um, is it going to be Skyler or Thompson or Teddy Bridgewater with the ring uh, pinky finger? I think that's a coaching yeah. decision. Okay. Teddy was active and available in Week 18. Right. Absolutely. He chose not to use it. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't, is it wasn't a, throwing last Wednesday. We'll see if he throws this Wednesday. 
and then is, we'll go from there, I think. Is an 85% Teddy better than Skyler? I would have to say so, but it, 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 I didn't think they thought that. The um, numbers don't really During, say during that. week 18, <laughs> yeah. so no, it might be closer it, than we it's think. It's a question. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, because it was a pinky finger dislocation, I think Teddy has a very reasonable chance to play. It'll this is like a John Wolford situation. Reminds me, it like reminds me like Jared Goff. Like we think Jared Goff's gonna play. He's the better quarterback in our eyes nah, <laughs> statistically. Not, but it's like, not, yeah, not quite. Goff was yeah. a starter. Wolford's back. This is <laughs> yeah. two, three. Uh, the the yeah. difference between any two and three is different than the difference between the I'm one. So and low two. on Skylar Thompson, I think, is the thing. Teddy's got starting experience. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. yeah, but it is a yeah. stretch to yeah. Goff and Wolford. It. <laughs> yes, no, I get it. Uh, yeah. Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle um, both left the game. Uh, Tyreek Hill left multiple times, came back, not expecting that to be a big deal. Um, Jalen Waddle also had a mild eversion left ankle sprain, you said, by video, Doc. Um, he happened late, so he could have came back in. Uh, if there was overtime, correct, could have taped and continued. Mm-hmm. So expecting oh, him I to think, be I think they're both going to be fine. I think the bigger concern is left tackle and right tackle for the Dolphins. Right. Uh, right. Armstead. Start, that's the big question. It's hard to keep mark. track what Teron Armstead's dealing with lately. Is it the pack that's kept him out? Is he had it the four toe? Things. Is it... He had four <laughs> things on injury report last yeah. week. <laughs> Hip. Yeah, I mean, who, who knows? What does it really matter? I mean, the bottom line is, yeah, I think even if he plays, he's not 100%. And that's, right. I mean, the only good news for, for the Dolphins is there's no Von Miller, right? Otherwise, right, right. they'd really be in trouble uh, sure. there. But uh, the Bills, uh, you know, what an emotional game for them. That's awesome. They got the two kick returns. Let me ask you this question. Without those two kick returns, do they win? No. No, they don't. Well, well by I mean, math, they you don't. Could, you could argue no because it takes 14 points off the board. Right. right. Awesome. Are you yes because then Josh Allen gets two possessions to try and score? I think you could argue either 12, point, 12 points because right. he didn't kick the extra points. What's that? <laughs> 12 points because Naheem Hines didn't kick the extra points. Right? <laughs> No. 14 points were on the board. Josh Allen would have had two additional yep. possessions. Yeah. Yes. No, you're right. Score, whatever. So uh, they 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 won by how many? I forget. It was 12, right? 35, yeah. 35 yeah, 23. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. I'll say so, that spread I mean, in that game, too. 14 points is, uh... off the board. Does Josh Allen get one field goal in his two drives? Probably. But then again, the, the dynamics of the game change, right? In terms right. of everything. So. That was, uh, I mean, I still think it's a big deal. It's hard to unsee CPR. Maybe the two touchdown kickoff returns helped them. They got at least a game under the belt, and and that passed them. And let me tell you something. Demar Hamlin's going to be there for the game. In stadium. Yes, I believe so. Yeah. I'm not saying wow. for sure he's going to be on the sidelines. but Right, 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 right. I mean, he's going to have visited the facility and be there for the game, I believe. We got two more NFC matchups to get to, but I got some questions on Demar Hamlin, Doc. I got, I know you got, you've done a million hits and it's, you've said a million things <laughs> on, on a million different platforms, but let let's just get it all in one place on the podcast. Uh, Demar Hamlin, first of all, why was he so long in the ICU? I think a lot of people are concerned. Oh, he was intubated for a little longer than people expected, and he remained in the ICU for I think it was four, ended up being four days before he was discharged. Well, We've said this before. This was not Chris Pronger mm-hmm. playing hockey two days later, taken off the field without even an oxygen mask, much less a breathing tube, taken off the ice. Right. Okay. 
he clearly had more than commotio cordis. Was commotio cordis part of it? Maybe we mentioned it first in that thing, but he at least had some lung issues, thus the longer breathing tube from the contusion, from the hit, uh, and uh, the proning, the the all the reports from the uncle. He had some associated lung issue too. Now, was that lung issue from the hit? Very possible. Was it from the CPR? That's possible too, right? Chest compressions. Right. But let mm -hmm. me tell you, go back and look at that hit. That's a high energy hit. And all the energy was absorbed and caught by DeMar Hamlin. He didn't get knocked backwards 10 yards and dissipate the energy. He absorbed it. That was a high-intensity, high-impact hit collision. It wouldn't surprise me there's more. Look, he got discharged from the ICU, but really transferred to a regular unit to do further testing, whether it's echo, whether it's you know uh, arteriogram, uh, cardiogram, whether it's you know, other tests, the monitoring, Holter-type monitoring for rhythm. I'm sure they're ruling out any underlying cause to being totally safe. Uh, I, I will answer this one. Let's not speculate at all about him playing this season. He's not going to. I mean, you can't take a healthy person and put him in the hospital for four days on a ventilator and then expect to return. I mean, there's just it's not happening, and let's not put that pressure on him. And I won't even speculate on his return to play ultimately until he's out of the hospital. And then we can have that discussion uh, So and get all the information. But I remind people, I comment on this not as an orthopedist. I comment, comment on all of this as a head team physician. In the NFL, I would have been responsible for the ICU guy and what he was saying and the cardiologist, the, whatever it is, interpret it for the team, the head coach, the GM. And all I'm trying to do is do the same thing here. I, I talked to ICU guys. There was an ICU guy who was on our staff and with the Chargers that I talked to. He runs an ICU. Talked to heart guys, heart surgeon. Uh, and that helps me synthesize my opinion because I'm not a heart expert. But it is my job as a head team physician or was to sort of synthesize all the data and that's all I'm doing, coming to you guys with this stuff. So, Damar Hamlin still in the hospital. Let's get him out of the hospital. Let's hope there's no underlying condition. And uh, to me, the next step: let's get him out of the hospital. Let's let's get him in attendance at this game. That'd be a nice boost for the Bills and Bills fans. So they moved him from a Cincinnati hospital to a Buffalo hospital, right? How do how does that work normally, Doc? From your standpoint, well. They didn't announce this, but normally right. it's a it's a medical flight. Okay, I mean they're medical quote life flight. Normally they don't say here you go, uh, we got you a ticket on Delta Airlines. Right. You no, know, I just didn't. I didn't think sense. about it. It was yeah, very subtle how it like went. Like it's Cincinnati Buffalo. I was just like, how does? I was wondering like how that works. Right. Like just like because it wasn't. You're right. It wasn't like oh we're moving him from city to city. It was basically like okay he's in. This hospital now, so yeah, and that's where the lay media. I don't think they get it wrong. Well, he's been discharged from university. Yes, well, sort of. Really, more transfer from one to another. Transferring right? to care, yeah. ICU for sure. The verbiage is know. weird. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah, uh, that's what we just try and help help interpret mm, that. Right. So absolutely continued uh, good news on Demar Hamlin. We hope, and mm. um, you know, let's let's. Let him leave the hospital, and then we can have the next conversation. For sure. Right. No, as an outside person, fan, it's just great to see all the stuff he's doing with his foundation. And he's got the, I think, the 
did you did we win? I think he's starting a website and merch and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so t-shirts. Did we win? Yeah, great, been great to see that all that going to a great cause and the fact that he's he's already progressed so far is just wonderful news, given given how uh, all that went down. So that being said, we'll jump to the NFC um, Giants and, and Vikings and, and uh, not a good week to push medical personnel. Oh yeah, I I was wondering if we were gonna bring that up on the podcast, Doc. But. That and did you see the Steelers had a celebration? Uh, T.J. Uh, uh, Watt had a sack and they like. Uh, gave heart resuscitated him. I was like, oh, that's a bad week as well yeah. to be doing that celebration. So <laughs> it is a little bit too soon. And I heard Madden or somebody, I'm not a video game guy, took out yeah. the celebration. Of, yeah, they had, they had right. one. Yes, yes. Yeah. Here's my point. I don't know. I get the too soon, but mm-hmm. honestly, if they're doing it to mock the situation, I think it's horrific. And I don't like, think that's what's happening at all. This as a yeah. celebration and an ode to what the athletic trainers and medical staff did, mm-hmm. have at it. Right. I mean, there's two ways of looking at this. For sure. Right. I mean, if there's one's really bad, one's really good, right? Yeah. No well, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> there's no malice in that. Hold yeah, off yeah, on yeah. that for a little bit for now, but for sure, it might be more of a celebration, you know, of, of hey, I, I, I don't know. I right. mean, I guess if you did CPR, and then you went love and the hold up number three, I think everyone would be okay with it, right? They would understood it more. more. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. yeah. I get it. And uh, Quay Walker did apologize. He posted a whole thing on Twitter just saying he knows he he messed up and he accepts all the punishment and stuff. He just kind of flamed it's out. It's the second time he's been disqualified during a game. Like, it was just, the first time? It was a couple, I don't know what exactly it was for, but he's yeah. been, it's the second time. So there's, I don't know, even that's why um, the coach was so upset with him because it's like, it's becoming a, it's like he's, that's what he said. It's the second right. time. Why are we, why am I dealing with this again? No, I, I, he shouldn't have done it. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the medical guy, I think he was one of the team doctors. Yep. Meant no harm. It was more of a, excuse me, Right. You know, kind of thing. But he did contact Quay Walker. I'm not excusing Walker. He, right, like, right. He did do excuse me, and he went, he overreacted clearly. A right. little bit, for <laughs> sure, yes. And, and and here's the thing. If he pushes another player like that, they barely move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Push the doctor, he's going to go fly. <laughs> right. <laughs> the size difference is what I took most away from there. Right. Just Quay Walker I mean, is a large I mean, human being. This little <laughs> thing, you know, uh, yeah. <laughs> But look, right. I, I put on some LBs. I'm a little bigger. I don't know that I would have gone flying. I would have taken a step forward, but that that guy right. would fly. Right. <laughs> he didn't take much, right? But he For knows sure. he shouldn't do that, can't do that. Nothing bad happened. Learn your lesson, pay your penalty, move on. Don't let it happen again. Right. Uh, let's talk NFC real quick, Doc. I know you got to get back to stuff. Uh, Giants, Vikings. Um, not a whole lot in that that's new besides maybe the Vikings O-line. The right tackles are obviously on IR. Um, and But Brad, Brad O'Neill, yep. Brad, Bradbury, Garrett Bradbury, the starting center is the big one to watch. If he can't go from his back injury, they're down to center three. Yeah, center two went out. Uh, let me tell you, I'm hopeful Bradbury can come back from his back issue and play. And if he does, I think that mitigates the Minnesota. Solidify some things, run. right. Yeah. That's probably the biggest injury to watch in that game. Dalvin Cook's knee, not a worry. Um, right. Darius Smith, too. He missed the game with his knee, but he's had a chronic knee issues for the last couple That's of years. Rest. You know, I would chalk That's it up. Back. Exactly. In the back. Exact back surgery. For <laughs> this sure. is their quote bye week. Right. They had nothing to play for last Bradbury. week. So. That's, That's the injury report on watch. I want to see at least an LP. Mm-hmm. Right. Wednesday. That's the one to watch. 
Yeah, Giants getting a little healthier in the secondary too. Adoree Jackson, I believe he returned, and uh, Xavier McKinney. He's been back the last hand. couple. Yeah, games. he's been yep. back a couple, last couple games. So their their pass catcher issues persist, but the secondary is is getting healthy at the right time for them. Uh, there's two defense issues. Uh, Ojolari, their uh, rookie uh, defensive end from Georgia, he's missed the last couple games, calf, all kinds of stuff. And then um, you talked about Leonard Williams, Leonard Williams with his yeah. neck neck issue. That could be. Those are two things we want to watch on the uh, practice reports going into the game as well. And uh, Dallas Tampa real quick. Uh, we'll have more on the website uh, as that continues. That's the Monday game. So still a lot that could shake out in the, in, in the practice reports. Um, Vita Vea, probably the biggest status for the calf. Yep. The bucks. Um, Vita Vea although, has not played that well all year. I think the big one is how they adjust to, to Tyler Biedes and you know, how big yes. of a the shuffle that is. That's something right. to watch. Tampa's actually, and Tom Brady has said is healthier than they've been all season. That doesn't mm-hmm. speak a lot to how healthy they've been all season. Yeah. But, but uh, no line issues are old, right? They're yeah. they kind of like uh, fell into place, right? I'll say maybe we're on the Ryan Jensen watch next week, but not this week. Uh, I've rolled wait, him out of my head because we've wait, been with Doc wait, long. Wait, but... wait, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, wait when he's activated. Yeah, those Cowboys, I was talking to Ronald, our, uh, one of our writers, he's a big Cowboys fan. He was saying that they are averaging like two, three yards of carry in the last three, four games. Um, obviously, Terrence Steele's only been out the last two, I believe. But it, there's a lot of lot shifting on that offensive line. So that is, I know we've had to take notes and be like, wait, who's there? Who's where? At left guard and right guard, all well, that well, stuff. The good news so, is they have enough talent that they can shift. Yeah. The yeah, they got a lot of guys. Right. Meld together. Right, so you got Tyron I mean, Smith playing at right tackle, usually at left. So, like right. you said, they have talent, but they're everybody's playing in different positions right now. Yeah, yeah, that'll be a big one to watch, especially Akeem Hicks, a big run stopper, and if Vita Bay is active. So, we'll we'll have all the latest on that on the website. I think that uh, that wraps up the playoff matchups. We'll uh, talk about KC and Philly in the next weeks. They're uh, obviously resting on by so healthiest teams getting healthier. Also, two of the healthiest teams, like yeah. I said, in the league. So that's why maybe they're the two best teams, right? Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, and you you guys will publish a list of that. But one yeah. thing, let's chat. Carlos Correa. Yeah. Third time's the charm. He will pass <laughs> this physical, period, end of discussion. A, because the contract is structured differently to account for it. And Correct. that's really what San Francisco and the Mets wanted. Did not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They wanted the, and the agent and the player like, no, you agreed. This is what we're going to do. And then yeah, they, we're at 300, 300. Give us a, yeah. is, yeah. That, is that what we saw looking and out for they, the they Mets? Want that to they wanted to... Right. But also you have to understand Carlos Correa had to pass an exit physical. So they knew what he was, what he has. Right. They could now structure this contract in a way that they were happy with what he had. He's not going to not pass this physical. Yeah, book it, and not because the twins' doctors are being sloppy, not because of the old maid theory where they own the thing. It's because they already know what he has. He already passed the physical as he left, and they've right. re- they've structured the contract this way, knowing what he has. There are no surprises here. He will pass this physical. Won't be an issue. Uh, you know, you can argue about the specifics and it's a hundred million dollars lighter and this, that, the other. Well, no, you start from the beginning. Uh, it was 350 from the Giants and then it went to 315 and now 200. So, and yeah, then the can, year is 15 years. Can I tell you something, Taylor? Yeah. 
your life is a lot different when you make one point or 150 million more. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're making 200 million and you've made yep. money already. Yep. Versus 350. I don't think your life really changes. I don't think maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe instead of a 12 passenger jet, it's an eight passenger jet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And he's got the title oh, already, from, yeah. right? So oh, he's got a ring. I got to run. Yeah. I got to take this call. <laughs> Pro Football Dog Podcast, Sports Injury Central. Uh, thanks for watching, guys. All right. Yep. See you, Doc.